conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. 19 after 8, good morning. Well, the launch yesterday of the election manifesto of the political party Build One South Africa promises around jobs, comments about Zimbabwe as well. Musi Maimani is the leader of Borsa. Musi, good morning. Good morning, Stephen, and good morning to fellow South Africans. Thank you so much for having us. If your party won the elections, what policy was would you implement? Yeah, the focus in South Africa and the absolute pain that many citizens face is the issue of jobs. And uh, we've worked out the reality that if 40% of households in this country are dependent on remittances, on welfare and no income, we have to make it a priority as a country to put a job in every home. And so we've worked out that that works out to about 2 million jobs. It's feasible to do in the next five years. And we then focus on the creation of jobs by fixing the macroeconomic fundamentals, which pertain to issues that we all are fair with, uh, electricity, logistics, as it speaks to Transnet, speaking about issues of skilling for jobs and the digital economy. And then furthermore, at a micro level, how do we ensure that we stimulate uh, micro enterprise by creating a national venture capital fund so that more and more businesses can be started out to employ more people? So for us, when we make the point about building one South Africa, it's about ensuring that we have a shared economy upon which all citizens can prosper. Two million jobs in five years. I mean, it's about more than just fixing logistics and electricity. I mean, our unemployment rate has been rising really since the 1970s. Could you really create that many jobs that quickly? Absolutely, because the issues in South Africa and Africa and when pertain to the fact that we've got latent potential that sits within the South African economy. When you look at geopolitics globally, there's over a trillion US dollars looking for investment. The issue here is that our politics are a mess. There are key critical sectors that are positioned for South Africa to be able to exploit um, in various facets, whether those are agriculture, whether those are in manufacturing, and certainly as we transition into the green economy, which is going to be a sustainable feature of the next five years, South Africa needs to maximize that opportunity. We could be, if you like, the battery and renewable center of the world, given that the minerals are here, and if we stimulate, if we if we keep the lights on and ensure that our manufacturing can come through, we could change the trajectory of our jobs our job specs what we don't have at the moment is a competent government and ultimately unfavorable conditions for investment and in a continent where 1.2 billion people will be resident here between uh, uh, up until until 2040 or by by 2040 this is a massive opportunity um, you quoted as suggesting um, that you would tighten the regime for Zimbabweans to come into South Africa. Um, and if I understand the quote correctly, that the people in charge of Zimbabwe now, the ZANU-PF government, are uh, dictators. What would you change there? Yeah, absolutely. South Africa must intervene in what goes on in Zimbabwe. We, we were one of three countries that attended the inauguration of President Mnangagwa because quite clearly elections that are rigged it's clear the fact that zimbabwe's uh, economy is struggling as a result of a poor regime and furthermore the role that of the opposition being oppressed there exacerbates a condition upon which zimbabweans don't feel their home uh, protects their rights south africa must act if we really are going to be fighters of human rights all over the world a wrong 
everywhere must be considered and one of the places is on pf so i'd certainly want to ensure that we we we, we build going into the next election cycles that zimbabweans uphold its own constitution so stop having these coups that are taking place and secondly make sure that the elections are free and fair this way we can build a zimbabwe where zimbabweans don't have to feel they need to come to south africa and coalitions obviously it's a hot topic uh musi um would you join your old mate john steenhazen again <laughs> I'll work with anyone who works with with the respective plan that we've put forward. You know, Stephen, I've, I've, I've tabled issues such as education and multiple areas. The truth is what we've got to achieve now is a change in government, which means we've got to remove the ANC, but we've got to remove it with a plan to govern. And, of course, the DA is part of that equation, but there are many other parties that come into play that we've got to be able to coalesce around. And in 2016, we were able to show in Johannesburg that we put together a coalition that ended up with uh, a mayor that stayed there for over two years and conditions in Joburg were improving. Um, you would have seen, Musi, over the weekend on Friday, the ruling by the International Court of Justice that Israel must stop actions that kill civilians in Gaza. Uh, do you agree with the ruling of the court? Yeah, look, the ruling must then still work its own processes uh, going forward. Uh, it's a prima facie case, so more investigation must come through. I've always maintained that the issue in the Middle East requires that we come to a two-state solution. We need to cease all violence um, and, and, and call for a ceasefire and ensure that what we could be effective at as a country at bringing a constructive conversation is about bringing parties together to find a, a peaceful pathway forward. That's what South Africa did in '94 in the face of what we were confronting and I think now is another opportunity if we don't if we don't map out a way for a peaceful transition we are going to end up with a cycle of violence that cannot be that that won't be stopped do you believe Israel is guilty of genocide in Gaza no I don't uh, I, I certainly think that the case must be investigated further and the court did not find that that to be the case and I'm busy at the moment working through the judgment itself why don't you believe that? If we've got, you know, the argument from the South African side that Palestinians were told to go to, into quote, uh, safe spaces in those areas were bombed. We've seen what seemed to me to be verifiable reports of civilians being literally shot dead by snipers. I mean, what is that? No, I think that uh, certainly those, all of those incidents must be investigated. I've certainly been one that says that in that conflict, we must make sure that we uphold all law that it cannot just be in any ways the breaking of laws by any side of the argument. And investigations must must continue, which is what the judgment is prescribing. But what I still maintain is that the sooner we get back to a negotiating table and achieve a two-state solution with a broader in community in the in the area, including other neighboring countries, Iran, etc., this, this conflict is going to continue for a much longer period of time. Musi Maimani, thank you, leader of Build One South Africa, that manifesto uh, released over the weekend. And of course, we'll try and speak to as many of the political parties as they launch their manifestos. Uh, I can't, I'm, I'm not going to say to you now that we will speak to all of them uh, for a couple of reasons. One, they don't all do their, their events on a, on a Sunday. Many of them do. Um, but uh, other shows are very likely to speak to them. Um, but also, there are just so many political parties uh, at the moment. So we'll try and, and give them all as much of a sort of fair chance as we can. But I can't promise to you that... Uh, as SAFM Sunrise, uh, that we will speak to all of them. I'm sure that uh, if you continue listening to SAFM all, all the way through the election period, you'll hear all the, all the political parties at different times. So we'll look at all of that this morning.